the Nosebleeds, episode 144. How do you know that every time? I, well, simply, I take some notes before the podcast, and I go on Instagram, and I look at our last graphic, and I say, okay, that was episode 143, so tonight is 144. I respect it. Uh, Vince Lobiondo here with Seamus Doyle. Ty, I'm uh, back in the building, obviously. Thank God. Which is, which is great, because I feel like... Uh, We've missed you. I f- I've missed you, too. Yeah. I, I'm just happy to be here, because I really want to articulate the points I'm going to make on this podcast. That's a lot easier doing it in person rather than you yeah, know via satellite it's it's also gonna be gonna be an interesting episode here. yeah it's very interesting everything's um, going well breaking news of you've been living under a rock for breaking. the last like month and a half uh the eagles suck yeah the, the eagles straight flat out stink um i don't i just want to jump right into it honestly because i've been <laughs> waiting for this podcast because well, we got a lot to talk all about it. for all your life you've been waiting for this um so first and foremost the most recent thing we can talk about because i feel like we were here last week so we talked about that horrible loss to the cardinals yeah uh, if that wasn't bad enough um the eagles come out and the starters play you know minus uh well aj brown catches one ball fumbles it and then you know, <laughs> and then, dis- then retires in uh, disgrace. Obliterates his knee. It wasn't an ACL, but it still doesn't mean he's going to play this week. We won't know. By the I, way, I like how the know. immediate reaction of literally everyone was like, ACL. I thought it was ACL, too, because yeah. of the way he was holding his knee. But, I mean, uh, for, can I... Is it okay to say this? Like, yeah, he got hurt, but, like, all this shit A.J. Brown was talking, and then the first <laughs> catch he has, <laughs> he fumbles the ball. He fumbles. <laughs> well, dude, when, when you think about it, how like perfect is that? Because it's I got such a, I mentioned last week that when AJ decided to speak to the media, everyone was like, "Well, we're back. Season's back on track." It's like first of all, no, that's dumb. You're dumb. And second of all, that happens right away in that game. Well, while we're on while we're I guess And we're I never heard anyone this, like, apologize for saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, this season's definitely yeah, back let's on just, track." Let's just admit it. Like that was bullshit. Like, it was bullshit. Like, it was cool at the time because we all wanted to believe, but, like, it was a lie. They they do not believe <laughs> in the coaches. It was a complete lie. After, after the game, A.J. Brown, I'm pretty sure it was him, had a quote that said, you know, we just got to start believing in the coaches. <laughs> Guys, it's start. the regular season is over. <laughs> We're going to the playoffs. What the fuck do you mean we just got to start believing in the coaching? It's too late. <laughs> it's, too late. <laughs> it's it's too late. It's done. I don't believe in the coaching, and I'm not even fucking playing. Right. Yeah, we're not even in but the like, building. I think that all just goes to show that I'm not saying that they were like, AJ, you have to say this, but like, it was clearly... It sure seemed like that could it, have been the case. It wasn't real. They don't believe in <clears throat> the coaching, and that quote was not indicative of how the locker room felt because they clearly feel another way i mean one of my first notes here is just quotes that have come out over the last couple weeks if you guys oh remember boy. Do, do we have like three hours for this no, but like if you guys remember a couple weeks ago not a couple weeks ago i think it was after the niners blowout fletcher cox had a comment where he said we're gonna find <laughs> out now it. who's really down or whatever and everyone was like what is is he kind of insinuating that some people aren't committed right and that floated in the air for about two weeks two weeks later the eagles lose again and Jalen hurts comes out and says that they need to work on commitment Again, insinuating that the team has a commitment issue. And now we're at the point where clearly they don't believe in the coaches. You got A.J. Brown saying we have to start believing after the <laughs> regular season. Like, like what are we doing Dude, it's here? a disaster. You, you have guys, I'm, I forget who said this quote. I want to credit it to someone, but I'm pretty sure I read this. Maybe I got duped. But like someone, I forget who it was, either Fletch or BG, maybe like, we don't have to be best friends. We just have to work together. Like that's the vibe. That's of, that's, that, that's a bad vibe. That's dude. the vibe of the locker room right now. And yeah. like, and it, there are two people to blame for that mainly, and that's Nick and Jalen. But we'll I, get into that. Like, okay, so to talk about Jalen first and foremost, like, 
obviously he has that cool, calm, and collected demeanor, and you know that is what it is. Is he that learned, what that is? Uh, he also <laughs> Saban retired, so that's news. But yeah. uh, I was gonna say he can't, he learned from that, Saban. That's just what Jalen Hurts needs for his uh, personality to come right. back. Is more time with Nick Saban. No, but it's just like he like you had that report come out a couple weeks ago that. Uh, sources inside the Eagles were saying that they were concerned that he was too reserved and he wasn't a vocal enough leader. I believe that. And I feel like people just, like, don't get me wrong, like, in some instances, fuck the media and they can exaggerate or make things up or get false reports. But, like, sometimes they just are right. And, like, (laughs) obviously I'm not saying they're right in the sense we don't know if people inside the Eagles are legitimately uh, concerned about that, but like from the outside looking in, it's something that seems concerning. We've been, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it looks like that's exactly I've that's been, what we've all been insinuating. I've been talking about on this podcast for months how I don't love that Jalen just sits there on the sideline. Yeah, we've all been, we've and, all been critical of him. And I know that. it's become like a meme, but like I am so fucking sick of the Instagram captions <laughs> and, and the press conferences. Well, well, you know what? Here's here's the thing about that. It's yeah. a, we just have to ride the wave. You know, we don't want to get too hot. Just <laughs> fucking say any. Just don't even yo, talk then, the, man. The quote, I can't listen to it. Yo, listen to this. The quote that he made after after the after the loss last week in New York. I was I read it and I thought somebody was like just making fun of Jalen Hurts like because line after line was cliche. I mean there was not one original thought and like a paragraph. So I actually when I read the quote I was like oh somebody's just making this up. Right. There's no way and, he said all. And of while this. we're on the topic of quotes, I want to. It's tee just up annoying, Ty, especially when you're losing. Ty's <laughs> got a, a quote ready for us from uh, Dallas Goddard after the game. Most people definitely heard this. Where did he wanna... go to college, by the way? Because there's no way. Where that... did Dallas Goddard go to college? South Dakota. To South Dakota State. Wow, well, well, this isn't a ringing endorsement of that school. Well, I feel like we are going to have some disagreements about this quote, so let's let's let it play and talk about it. After. All right. Then we ended it, but uh, you know, we had a long season last year, and I just I just know everybody in this in this locker room is ready to ready to uh, you know go to work uh, for the playoffs, and you know, uh, ever since what was it four or five weeks ago when we uh, clinched the playoffs, um, you know, I think everybody's just been waiting for the playoffs. So. Um, not something that, uh, you know, is a great thing, but I think everybody's going to be ready to go, and I think we're going to, um, you know, show the world what we're capable of. Okay, so the main takeaway from that quote was the part where he said, ever since we clinched the playoffs, we've basically been waiting for the playoffs, insinuating the team has been coasting. Um, I know you, I think we're going to have a little disagreement I here, mean, I, I want to hear your guys' point of view first, because you are, you make up one side. I mean, so. yeah, I mean, I don't hate the quote, but I just don't think it was a smart thing to say. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, mean I, I wouldn't have said that. I don't know. Two syllables, one word. Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would you insinuate that this team has been coasting? First off, the eye don't lie. All right? The team has sucked. Absolutely yeah. sucked. From the top on down, from the coaches to the players, everyone has sucked. Sucked. Nobody's coasting shit. All right? I don't want... Uh, now I'm pissed off. Yeah, fire me, fire me up, dude. Now I'm pissed off. Nobody wants to hear that bullshit about how... Everybody's been freaking coasting since you got the playoff berth five weeks ago. Because guess what? If you were really serious about the freaking playoffs, you would have been fighting for that number one seed. Amen. You would have been fighting for the freaking division. And they but weren't. now you're in a damn fifth seed. It's Sur- embarrassing. Surviving. <clears throat> I don't want to hear that coasting shit. What, what was this team at one point? Uh, uh, ten and one. Ten and one. How? We're. I think. Uh, I think the second team of all time to uh, to have this kind of collapse. That's, dude, it's ridiculous. Also, I would just like to poke you know a little bit of fun at the fact that. Uh, Preseason numbers for gambling, the Eagles over under win total was 11. Oh, boy. Um, oh, man. 11 and a half, I mean. No Could shit. you imagine being a fan who, like, 
like put the house on the Eagles to win over eleven and a half games. <laughs> you get to ten and one, and you're like, well, this is obvious now. And then yeah. they, you, that bet doesn't. Catch. And I'm sure there's a lot of people in that situation. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. What, what was your take on on, on I, the Goddard? Okay, so I, actually, I hadn't really thought of Ty's point of view there because I, you're right. The team. It's not coasting. They've just sucked. The only reason I appreciated <laughs> the quote, I guess, was because it was a real answer and not an Instagram caption. Which is, I'm, I mean, is that with the... This, with this team, I'm so used to Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts feeding me nothing but bullshit. Yeah. So I guess someone giving a real-ish answer... Even and that's it, why, and that's why people yeah. like the AJ Brown thing too, right? But and I don't know, man. I, I do agree with what Ty just said, though. This team is—they were not coasting; they've just become bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're bad. They're a bad football team. The 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 game, specifically the Giants game. I was in the camp that I wanted them to rest the starters no matter what, because I was in the camp that I believed the Cowboys were not losing to the fucking Commanders. And I did they didn't. not. I didn't believe that for a second. So I wanted the the starters to rest because of two reasons, and both of these things literally happened in the game. One, so that people don't get hurt. AJ Brown hurt on his first <laughs> catch, and the other reason was another thing that happened in this game, and that's because you can't risk. Playing your starters and them playing like shit to make the vibes even, uh, even worse. worse. I know, and, that, and that's why already were. Yep. And both of those things came to fruition. Yeah. The Cowboys won anyway. Your starters played about a, I think a half. Looked like fucking shit. <laughs> horrendous. And one of your and your best offensive weapon got injured. I'm not. And, and, and that's week, one of the reasons. The, one of the reasons why I wanted the starters to start that game is because yes, you have an outside shot at the division because let's face it, we've seen the Cowboys choke. Right. I mean time and time again. I mean yeah, they literally I, lost a game they needed to win last year at the end of the year. So I mean like so was it likely that <laughs> that the commanders were going to beat them? No. I mean no, obviously not, but still it's the Cowboys. So I say start them and and, and scoreboard. And it was close for a little bit too. Uh, that Cowboys game. I think it was like 10 to 3 for yeah, like a good half. Yeah, in the beginning, half. it was close. So, I mean, like, I thought it was a good idea to start the starters. The problem is, the starters shit the bed. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, and that's another thing I wanted out of this. Like, all right, dude, who cares about what happened? I actually was starting to talk myself into that. Who cares what happened, like, last week, the week before, the week before, the week before, the week before? I, who cares? Let's go out there. Let's get some confidence back. Let's fucking destroy uh, uh, Tommy DeVito and Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I mean, like, and and that they couldn't do that. It's just I, bizarre. I, I want you just brought up the quarterbacks of the other team, and first and foremost, we should talk about the defense of this Eagles team. Um, yeah, it's so it's, it's really bad. I mentioned what defense. La- yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what right, defense? What defense? I mentioned last week how much of a mistake I believe it was the whole Matt Patricia showing the side thing because it left them in a position where they couldn't fire anybody, and like, I. I've never seen anything like this. The defense went from below average and inconsistent under Desai to the worst <laughs> defense in the whole league by a mile yeah. under Matt Patricia. What the? I, honestly, honestly, I don't think it's a coordinator. I, like, I think there's two, thi- two things we need to be wondering. One, just how bad of a coordinator is Matt Patricia? Or, or B, or two, I think I said one. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Two. We Should we be giving props to Sean Desai for making this defense like look not that bad for the first half <laughs> no, of the year? No, we shouldn't, but that's where we're I, at. Let's be legitimate, though. But the defense when Sean Desai was in charge was not great, no. but they were like not that bad. They, they weren't were, this. They were very inconsistent, but they weren't like horrible. He gets demoted in like embarrassing <laughs> in fashion, way. and they are now the worst unit in the league. <laughs> Like Sean Desai might be the best defensive coordinator Maybe. in the NFL. But, yeah, but I think the most likely he made situation this dog defense look good. Yeah, but I think the most likely like result is like 
conclusion to draw from the situation is it's not a coordinator issue. It's a personnel yeah. issue. Well, I, I do. I want to say I honestly don't believe Matt Patricia is like the worst defensive coordinator in the world. <laughs> yes, I mean, the Super Bowl. Yes, the fuck he is. I, I mean, I, I don't think he is. But and I think he's. Both. And by the way, I think he's well, remaining there so Bill Belichick can come in next year. And uh, while we're be talking about like, uh, we're mentioning coaching, like it's also worth bringing up the fact that Hassan Reddick has been and Josh Sweat also like sometimes they've been dropped back into coverage a lot. Yes, and. You had, I think, I forget what game was before either the Cardinals or the Giants game, where Hassan Reddick said something about how he is not going to be getting Cardinals. dropped back. Yeah, it was the He's, Cardinals. He game. said, "I'm not going to get dropped back into coverage." Like he doesn't want to. And right. then I'm pretty sure the first play of that game, he was dropped back into coverage, and he's been dropped back into <laughs> coverage a lot. And people are wondering, like. It's either one of two things here. One, the coaches are just literal idiots and dropping him back. Or two, they are vindictive and petty. And because he said that, they're like, all right, we're going to fucking drop you back then if you're going to say that shit. I mean, so either way is a disaster. It's, right? a lose, I mean, lose, yeah, it's a lose-lose. But you either have petty coaches or incompetent coaches. Right. <laughs> and we maybe, might have a combination. Maybe both. We might have a combination here. I hope it's incompetent coaches because if you're petty, fuck you. We yeah. don't have time for We don't have time for petty right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think they're probably... Both are probably true. So but either way, it's a disaster. So that's defense. I mean, you got... There's just nothing to talk about there. I mean, you get Slayback next week. But <laughs> I mean, like, great. Who cares? Let's, let's, uh, let's and go like, to I'm Vegas. Def- and like, I'm a staunch defender hey guys, of Slay. Hey, guys, big play Slay's back. Let's, let's book our tickets to Vegas. And you know I'm a defender of Slay, but I just yeah, don't see much him though. making much of a difference. He's um, fun. He's like Garrett Stubbs. Also on the defense... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Also on the defense, this was a, this was a report that was uh, floated by Baldy. Uh, and then... I heard today on WIP Howard Eskin said that he confirmed this with sources inside <laughs> oh, the team. I mean, you know that, that report about Jordan Davis being overweight <laughs> that, and being yeah. fined by the team every week. Howard Eskin said on ES, uh, WIP today that he has sources that confirm that inside. The I team. mean, I, so I don't, I don't trust that, Howard, but I, whatever. You know. But like, the, I love you. Howard. The fact that this is a talking point is a fucking another disaster on this defense. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, I'm not giving up on Jordan Davis or anything. Obviously, he's so young and he's in his second year in the NFL. But like. It does hurt that a lot of this city and we talked about the Baldy quote yeah. last week, and I 100% believe that. A lot right of the city, and I've said this last week too. A lot of the city wanted Kyle Hamilton, and the fact that he's a fucking All Pro safety yeah. in his second year at a position the Eagles, frankly, desperately I need. I, I just hate lo- like looking back. No, it's hindsight. I get it, especially like, for the draft. It's a lot like, of people wanted him th- at, in the moment. It, it hurts. It's one of those things where, yeah, hindsight, but also like there were a lot of people that said we needed that guy yeah, then. That hurts. So to watch Jordan Davis potentially come in overweight and being fined every week and it shows in the field because he's been a ghost yeah and it also like it's not just him Jalen Carter first half of the season monster second half of the season where's he been yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> no. again, another guy that I'm not piling on because he's a rookie and like I'm not giving up on him or anything. I'm simply saying that he had a great first half of the year and the second half of the year he's kind of been non-existent. Yeah, I mean, he's been and bad. that could be for a multitude well, of factors. You know what the I'm number not, one like, excuse is right. He's not used to this quality opponent and for this long. Right. But and it's part of the whole adjustment to the NFL thing. Exactly, and it doesn't help that our like and our ideally, passing game is so weak. Yeah, I mean, ideally he'd he'd be playing like with no issues. But I mean, but dude, James, I know we talked about this all last week, but like James Connor made the fucking run defense look like Washington against Michigan in I the know. national championship game. It was bush league. It was horrible. Even Saquon was, I mean, Saquon is amazing, and yeah. you know, but like he was just little boying us. I, I know. It, it, it was a nightmare. It's a tragedy. That dude, there was a receiver. A I was like, who the hell? I, I've never even heard of this guy. He caught two touchdown passes. Tyrod Taylor was picking us apart. Oh my. 
in the year of our Lord, 2024, Tyrod Taylor. It's amazing. Tyrod Taylor was surgically picking <laughs> apart the Eagles defense like he was Tom Brady. Yeah. Every every fucking quarterback we play just becomes Brady because all you, you got to do is like, get the ball out quick. You think that guy like went home and just got hammered and celebrated? Tyrod Taylor? Yeah. Probably. I mean, he just annihilated like the embarrassed Eagles. Embarrassed us. In an embarrassing like, that might be the best performance dude, of his like, life. Have you ever been this embarrassed to be an Eagles fan? <laughs> no. Like this is this is the lowest point I've ever been at with yeah. this team, I think. Give me a sec to nerdify this podcast real quick. Because you Go know for I, it. Of course I'm gonna come in with tape. And I've said this uh plenty of times yes, over sir. the years, and not just this year. We play too fucking soft. You don't play your corners seven you have to been ten saying yards that forever. off the freaking ball. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. And if all the money is in your defensive line and you want your defensive line to put pressure on the opposing quarterback, your defensive line can't put pressure on the quarterback if the ball is coming out of the quarterback's hand <laughs> in less than two seconds. And exactly. Why? Because the goddamn corners are yeah. so off. And yep. if you're dropping your <laughs> fucking best pass rusher into coverage. Yes. Like, it's it doesn't – there's no, like – which, okay, I want to wrap this all in a bow because there's more on coaching. In a bow? Which, they it, don't it, deserve a bow. No, they don't. They deserve, uh, I don't even know. They it's, deserve my foot in their ass. Yeah, That's what they, they deserve. They, they, they deserve an airplane crash right into that present. It all comes back to the big man, Nick Sirianni. Santa? Um... Because at the end of the day, like <laughs> that is the opposite of Santa. He's the head coach, but Nick Scrooge. He's the head coach. He's an offensive coordinator that calls his place. Uh, obviously, very poorly because we all hate Brian Johnson. He's mm-hmm. getting, which by the way, very funny and very ironic that the Carolina, <laughs> Panthers. The Carolina Panthers are in. Like they are. Like I, I, someone said that they're probably just interviewing him, like just just to start interviewing people, but like. The Panthers are such a poorly run <laughs> joke of an organization that I could very well see them oh, hiring. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is wrong with you? Don't disrespect the Panthers like the, the great Panthers <laughs> franchise. What the hell is wrong? Yeah, right. Let, let, let me tell you He's something right now. I can't believe Dave, they're stealing Brian Dave from us. Dave Tepper. I think that's his name. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. David Tepper. Let me yeah. tell you something. He's very right. smart. You will get one of the best quality coaches that you will ever get <laughs> in Brian Johnson. All, time. all right. Fuck what everybody says <laughs> yes, about exactly. him over the course of this season. It is all on the players, it is execution. They should have executed better on those two quarterback draws <laughs> in that goddamn right receiver screen. All right? Please. Take him. It's a, yeah, it's a damn shame to lose Brian. Man. You hate to lose a guy you like that. You are getting a quality coach. Uh, like, yeah, so you have, a, you have an offensive coordinator that calls the plays him. very poorly, and you have a defensive coordinator who, like, I don't even know. You have two <laughs> defensive coordinators who both are not good, I guess. But, like, so then you, at the, in the middle of it, you have Nick Sirianni. Nick yeah. Sirianni has his in his time here. He is not. He's not a play caller. He's not like an offensive guru. He, <laughs> he's more of a poet, right? <laughs> no, but he is. He has established himself from day one as like the leader of men type coach, a vibes guy. Yeah. Which begs the question: What the fuck is his actual job right now? Because cheerleader. So the offense sucks. The defense sucks, and the vibes. Are in hell. Yes, the vibes. Like, the vibes are, are so bad that they have. They are in hell. Yeah. So Nick, what is your job right now? What are you actually doing? Because you're not calling the offense, you're not calling the defense, and you're not cultivating a good locker room because the locker room is fucked well, right now. Well, and you mentioned cultivation. <laughs> Nick knows more about that than he does about running a goddamn football like, team. Okay, so I was I was in camp. Don't fire Nick before yeah. that Giants. Everyone game. was. I walked well, away everyone. from that first half of that Giants game saying fire him. He saw and the light. I think that I'm at the point now where this will be my final take going into this week. I, I love this era. I love this Vince era of, I, ha- of hatred of Nick so, Sirianni. I'm so thrilled. This is where I'm at right now. And Listen, before I say this, everybody is like, 
oh, you can't be a franchise and make a call off one game. They got to have their mind made up now. I'm not the franchise, no. so I can You're say this. Close. I can say this. I think that I my opinion of Nick Sirianni being fired or not will ride on this game. If he loses, he deserves to be fired. If he wins, I, fine, keep let him stay for another year and see what happens. No, I like, totally agree. Really pops but like, out and he grows. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, one Dude, of the like, many clever, like, the, clever lines. Like this game, the reason why I was like so much like fire him is not even because of the score, but like it is indicative. But like, yeah, the team quit. They quit. They quit. They quit on him. They quit on they, the head coach. They absolutely. Without a fraction of a doubt, A.J. Brown can get in front of as many cameras with as many mics in his face and say as many cliches as he wants about, We're not oh, talking we all. all believe that it's got to be the players. No, you guys don't. No. You guys have quit on the coach. And it, listen, you can say, like I said last week, that would be unfair and that would be a little bit like Premature. maybe reactionary, but it doesn't change the fact that reality is reality. And at the end of the day... You can't overhaul a 53-man roster as quickly as you can fire one coach. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, they're going to lose the Tampa, well, and, he's, and he's gone. And that's that's to Because get that's there. what Jeffrey Lurie wants. Jeffrey Lurie's not going to put and up with this. He doesn't put up with no, stuff, right. stuff like this for very long. Well, while we're talking about coaching, I know that there is another quote that Ty's got. This one is from J- Javon Hargrave over on uh, the Niners. You know, former Eagle was here last year. Yep. Miss, definitely missing him. So let's hear what he has to say about this team. It's kind of similar because I think we all was very close. Like, even in Philly, it's very close. Like, uh, you know, everybody's pretty tight. But I can say it's, like, extremely hard to, like, practices. Like, even, like, hmm. uh, here? It's more, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very more demanding. Yeah. Um, we, we... I think it's like, I think it's like more so like um, how people call like the Golden State coach in the Miami Heat. Yeah. Over here is the Miami Heat. Over there is the Golden State because yeah. it's more chill, more relaxed. You know, you just you chilling over here. Nah, it's work. So there you have Javon Hargrave saying that uh, since he's been with the Niners, they've been pushed harder in practice, done more. It's just been harder in general than it was on the Eagles. Bill available, and like. Like, yeah, man, that like you hear a lot about, oh, the practices aren't as long and he's trying to negate injury. But like at the same point, it doesn't like, work, dude. It's it's not. Yeah, it doesn't clearly, work. It's not and working with regards to injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts was healthy this year. I mean, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. I don't well, think, but you know, whatever. Gonna, you know, it's going to happen. Right? But I mean, you've had injuries regardless. Next, you, uh, you know what I mean? Like, when, so when, when I, I think that's all bullshit. When they inevitably lose next week, we are going to get a slew of Hurts was playing with this and nah, playing yeah, with dude. that. And, and you know what? I, they are the worst kinds of fans. It's going to happen. I, I don't call them fans. No, I, I guarantee. I think the, the team weirdos. The team is going to say something that he was playing with a hurt. Well, no, yeah, but guess what? It's going to be uh, uh, believed by a bunch of which, fans. Which, by the way, speaking of that, how funny is it? There's, like, an, there's always an excuse. When Marcus Mariota came in, first of all, funny ass irony that the first pass he throws is a, is a busted screen for yeah, an interception. I mean, yeah, Hilarious. But like, it is jarring. Watching Jalen Hurts run the football and then watching Marcus Mariota, who is <laughs> yeah, it's, older. It's bad. Marcus Mariota looks like fucking Tyree Kill compared to Jalen yeah. Hurts. Jalen is slow. <laughs> Two things. Two things. First off, why the fuck would you throw a screen when they're pressing? Yeah. That's, that's because just, they're that stupid. Because it's bad coaching. That's stupid, Brian. Fucking tell Marcus to change the fucking play, you moron. David, if you're listening, it's great coaching. Moron. It's great coaching. I'm sorry. Tepper. I'm that sorry. Was, that's that great coaching. Genius. Mr. Right. Tepper, it's great coaching. I'm He's sorry. Genius. That's great coaching. That's great coaching. Number two, Tepper. they. I think it's plainly and clearly obvious, and I, I could have swore I heard, I heard somebody say this, but I think they're telling Jalen Hurts to play it safe. 
I mean, they probably to avoid are. getting hurt. I, I truly, because you can't go from the great ankle-breaking plays that we've saw over the past two seasons with Hurts to now looking like he shouldn't even be running with the football at all. But that brings up an interesting question of if they are telling Jalen to play it safe, why the fuck is every other play a quarterback draw? Yeah, no. Every other play. Like, yeah, you could be like, oh, make sure you get down, make sure you get out of bounds. But, like, you know what the safest way to keep your quarterback safe is? Let him throw and get the ball out of his goddamn hands, not run the ball. Yeah. So, like, Ty, you very well may be right. They probably are telling him to be safe. But at the same time, that's like giving someone a gun and being like, you know, be safe with this thing. Like, well, just don't give me (laughs) the gun, period. Like, I don't need this. It's like giving a child a gun. Yes, exactly. It's like giving a child a gun. Because if you gave me a gun, you know, I'm not Frank Reynolds. (laughs) But, like, you can't be like, hey, Jalen, here's... Just start bashing. You're going to have 20 fucking quarterback draws in this game, but, you know, be safe out there. Like... Come that, on, that's man. why I don't, like well that's why like that that would make it even weirder if, <laughs> if they tell if they told him like you know be safe and yeah. they end up uh calling all these plays there's no creativity with this offense man every other play is a screen or a quarterback draw goes maybe back to the CMC thing where he knew exactly what was going to happen exactly. based on where you know uh, I think it was Dallas Goddard was lined up and that's another thing with Nick like you know they say Brian like Brian Johnson's apparently running Nick's offense well guess what that just means Nick like yes Brian's calling the plays but if he's working within Nick's scheme that just means Nick's scheme sucks. Yeah, which it probably flat does. out. I mean, you know. But for me, that kind of fuels my belief that Nick needs to go because yeah. even if he, you bring in another offensive coordinator, we're still he's going to run your scheme under Nick yes, Sirianni. Exactly, scheme, not and, that offensive coordinator. And you're going to have the, the same issues. I don't understand why people are acting also like we haven't seen this before in our last coach. Our last coach had a great offense the year that he had a great coordinator. And then when that coordinator left, the offense significantly took a step back until he was fired. We are witnessing the same, the same exact thing. thing. Except without a Shane Super Bowl. Shane Steichen, listen, I, I get that there's a lot of people at this point now being like, oh, everyone's overblown how good Shane Steichen is. You know that play at the end of that Colts game to make the playoffs? Yeah, that, that was a mistake, but like that doesn't negate the great season he got at a fucking Gardner Minshew and, and a very depleted roster compared to what Nick's working with, yeah. which is on paper one of <laughs> the best rosters in the whole NFL, if not like the most talented. So annoying. So like, like yes, Shane Steichen, not like a genius, but clearly a very good offensive competent. mind. A competent, a, a very, a very competent, good offensive mind. He leaves, and the offense is taking a clear step back. Like we've seen this exact thing play out before. Like I don't know why people are acting like everyone's being unfair. Like man, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. A Super Bowl. Was fired what three years I, later? Yeah, three. I years. forget how many seasons. Like. So what? Nick Sirianni would make one less season than Doug Peterson survived, I believe. So right. like, I I I'm fine with that at this point. Like again, <laughs> if he if he wins, yeah, but I don't know, man. Do you, let's let's just talk about this Bucks game real quick. I, I don't think they're gonna beat the Bucks. Is it? A, I don't think they're gonna beat the Bucks either. And like, I get that anything. So this is what I'm gonna get off. Even though Herb in the Northeast does think that that's gonna happen, I'm I'm starting to get a real. Thorn in my side about this with Eagles. Ooh, religious with Eagles analogy. Tw- like yes, it. exactly. With Eagles Twitter. I like because it. there is a lot of fucking virtue signaling, gaslighting. Uh, by, it is the, by the way, it's the t- most toxic it's been ever. Yes. You have all these fucking people that like shit on people like me and you that are, where <laughs> yeah, they're like, just where, shit on, where, dude. But they're like, you know, they're, they're tweeting things like, oh, imagine not thinking the birds of chance or this and that. Yeah. It's like, where are you what have guys they shown us? Where are you getting the confidence from to believe in this team? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know where the confidence is from because the last time I checked for the last maybe more than calendar month, they've looked horrible. Yeah, well, our buddy in the alley, you know, has called me out again. 
Because I like I'll keep tweeting like, oh yeah, Nick Sirianni has to go, and he'll respond like, based on what? Stop. It. We were in the Super Bowl. Where are your sources? I was like. Brother, it's an opinion. I just, I don't get what Nick anyone... Sirianni has to go. Like, what do you mean? Like, dude, <laughs> yeah, we were in the Super Bowl. Okay. Oh, by the way, we lost. Yeah. And like, look, have you watched this season? Isn't this the season that matters? Unless you plan on fully like overturning the whole team. The team quit on him. Do you, yeah. I'm pretty sure that will translate <laughs> in the next year as well. You can't overturn the no, but entire like, I just want to know where all these people are getting this confidence from to be like, oh, you're all cowards and the Eagles have a better team. Like, yeah, the e- you know who else the Eagles have a better team than? The Cardinals and the Giants. <laughs> Giants. Both of which kicked our fucking asses. Yep. So, like, excuse me that I can't find the confidence within myself to say the Eagles will win. Now, with that being said, this might be, like, the most neutral fucking stupid take ever but like could the eagles win this game 100 percent, yeah. yes well they should they they could win this game there's no there's no doubt about that but there there's no reason for me to sit here with any sort of confidence no. and say they will they haven't earned it no they haven't earned our confidence it, you know how i always used to say with the sixers i'm in the show me state that's where i am with the eagles oh, yeah. right now like well this like, okay yeah. i'll see like if this you applies guys, perfectly if you win you win but like at the same time dude like but like you mentioned gatekeeping i i just hate the fact that like when you or i tweet an opinion like oh well i don't know if the eagles are going to win i hope the eagles are going to win but they're i mean i'm not i don't expect them to win like if we tweeted something like that we would get attacked yeah and and called because like names ev- everyone's like which oh. is crazy because the onus is on them right Everyone's the like, onus is on them. Everyone's like, this is going to be the confidence? week. This is going to be the week they flip the switch. It's yeah, like, it's like <laughs> guys, if they were capable of flipping a switch, yeah. you'd think one out of the last five weeks would have brought yeah. them to the point where they'd be like, maybe it's time. Exactly. That's but, why that Dallas Goddard quote is bullshit. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. I, I agree. They're I, not. This team is not capable of flipping a switch, man. Look what again. But, but wasn't that like the theme, real quick, of like the yeah, entire season so far? Even like throughout the course of the season when they were winning games, is every week you would hear from every player, from Sirianni, from J Wins Robotic Ass, you would hear everything. Like like, oh yeah, we just need to put it all together. Like, yeah, we played a pretty bad game and we ended up with the win. Every we just week. have to put it all together. And now we're at the point where they never put it all together. In yeah. fact they've regressed and they're using the same talking points about the playoffs, meaning they're like, oh, yeah, we're ready to like flip a switch pretty much. The regular season has ended. It's, uh, but it's the, been excuse after excuse of right. empty promises the entire season. The regular season's over now, and the Philadelphia Eagles did not put one game together of four good quarters of football. Not one single no. game. Even the ones they won. People say, you know, uh, the, uh, against Tua, that game, the Dolphins. That, that was their best game. It was. It was undeniably their best game, and it makes you wonder... What the fuck happened to this defense? Because they were able it to shut like down that. It looks like a completely different team. It literally does, which uh, is crazy. But like to go back to the whole flipping of the switch thing. I mean, let's pull back to that AJ quote again. We just got to start believing in the coaching. <laughs> do you, now, do you really think that I'm supposed to be convinced that in one week? <laughs> The Eagles are finally going to, like, you know what, that cliche where they're going to be like, come on, guys, coach is right. Right. Like, you yeah, think yeah, that yeah. that's going to happen? Like, legitimately, does anyone no. believe that? So what A.J. Brown AJ Brown is saying in that quote is that they don't believe in the coaching. He's saying no, that. Yeah, he's saying flatly. that because they need to start believing so, in the coaching. this is not conjecture. They don't believe in the coaching. And I'm supposed to believe that in one week, they're all going to turn around <laughs> they're and, gonna be, get, like, and, and they're going to have Dr. Phil come in. Like, come on, man. Like, can you imagine that? A.J. Brown just calls Dr. Phil. 
because yeah. they're friends at my alternate universe. And he <laughs> just comes over. He's like, you guys got to put it all together. Bring the entire Philadelphia Eagles roster yeah, on the yeah. Dr. Phil yeah. to talk and, to. Uh, and uh, Jordan Mailata singing like the theme song to the Dr. <laughs> Phil show. Dr. Phil's just there saying, you guys got to put it all together. Yeah, that's not happening. Like. I want everybody. Okay. I want everybody on Mari because I want. Yeah. People, oh, I, yeah. want some, I want some scrapping. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. R.I.P. Jerry. They, they deserve Mari and Dude, the ghost of Jerry. But like, oh fuck, hold on. I'm I sorry. To, I just had a. Oh wait. Um. They, like I could be proven wrong with this, obviously, because yeah. they could win. They could come out and kick. They Bucks should ass. win, by the way. But like, does this not just very much reek of a team who just wants the season to be over? Like I they, mean, they just want it to be end. But that, break, fully that brings convinced. me back to this conspiracy theory, right? Like that you saw floated. On, I don't know if it was like a, they actually believed it or they were just saying this is how it looks. Um, that like even the starters in the first half of that game look like they just gave up the season from the jump. Yeah. Like did they, like was there a collective effort? Do you think that's likely at all? In the locker room to say, you know what, we're we're done with this season. I just, it's over. I literally just think the vibes like as a sign to like the front office, maybe the vibes are bad, seemingly between. But didn't the, they look like they didn't even like, no, want right. to be there? So I think it's a combination of the vibes being horrible, people clearly not getting along, maybe with the whole you know we don't have to be friends comment. Uh, they don't believe in coaching. Like I just think there's a serious lack of motivation because I don't think they believe in it, the, in the team. It looks like they don't. I, I'm full. Like, they they. Very much look to me like a team that just wants the season to end at this point. And, like, I can't, like, again, going back to, the, like, why I can't be convinced they're going to beat the Bucks because, like, I don't know how you bounce back after everything the last three weeks that they've been saying, that they've been showing. Like, I would honestly would, be surprised if they won. It would be, honestly, I'm just going to say this, it would be very impressive if they were actually <laughs> able to bounce back from the last yeah, three weeks. Because, like, it's not just on the field, like, mentally. Like, yeah. Because, again, none of them are, are, are the, it's They're not, not meshing. It's, yeah. you, we always use the 2017 Eagles as, like, the barometer for good vibes. This is the opposite. It's the opposite. This and, is and the evil, by the way, the I talked evil about 2017 it. Eagles. I talked about it last week. Poor Brandon Graham. He's yeah. way too nice of a guy. But it's like even he's getting on my nerves because, you know, his whole thing is, oh, yeah, the vibes in this locker room are the same as they always been. And it's like, dude, the vibes are clearly not the same as they were when you won a fucking Super Bowl. Like that team was like so tight. Dude, like you that whole year, you know, you got guys doing coordinated dances together and shit. You don't see any of that. Yeah, nothing. Even when they do score, it's just no one. Here's the flattest point. None of them look like they're having a single bit of fun. No, and you mentioned last Not season Jalen celebrating more when he yes. was scoring. Jalen was hitting gritties and yeah. you know, doing like like obviously he was still stoic. He was flexing a little bit though. But this year just this year it's <laughs> nothing. Yeah, there's, nothing. There's been a couple of times with Jalen Hurts, especially like I think the last one was in this Giants game, I think on a touch push where the linebacker jumped over the line of scrimmage and attacked Jalen. And Jalen nobody Hurts defended has been him. Cheap shot at a couple of times. I'm sorry. I'm fucking somebody up if you hit my if you hit my quarterback. You know, you, know Hugh, you, you know what Hugh Douglas I said today? I was pissed when nobody. F- I'm like, yo, is nobody gonna fucking you think, attack him? You think if Jason yeah. Peters is out there, he's letting that shit slide? Hell no. Exactly. I'm sorry. It was uh, Ike Reese today in the afternoon. He said, "Well, because because a caller brought it up. They're like, why wasn't anyone like defending Jay one there after after getting like like messed with like all game." And he was like, "Oh yeah, it wasn't really the time or place or the game." I don't I think it like, has anything. To do it with, wasn't the game. I don't for think it. it's any, about like protecting your quarterback. I don't think there's anything to do with Jalen. I just think there. I think that there's just a defeated feeling and morale is so low. Yeah, they, they just they can't be bothered. Maybe they're just going through the motions. I, that's exactly what I think they're doing. They're like all Pat Burles out there in left field. <laughs> just I. It's just such a stark difference but from didn't where we Jason started. Really like, look like he was going to like cry. 
well, it, Jason it, looked like he was because you know you brought up BG, you bring up you bring yeah. up Jason now. Like it, it really, it really does suck that like this is how most likely out. how they're going all going out. And Fletch, and, BG. Well, I think they uh, actually Jason might bring Kelsey. Fletcher back. Maybe I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised think, about anything. Maybe. But I'm just saying, like I think the Fletch still has one more year. Let me check. Oh, you you might be right. The fact that at least for Jason Kelsey, if he still plans on retiring, like it, it sucks to see this like yeah, going no, the it way sucks. it's going. I mean, like, especially dude that that last game at the link. That's how you're going to go out. A, a terrible really? loss of the Cardinals. That's how you're this great era of Eagles football. Like for those guys, I'm saying, that's how those guys are going to go out. I mean, these guys have. This, these guys have done so much for the city, for the organization. They've met so much. They're all Eagles Hall of Famers, and they might all go in together. Jason is the first ballot Hall of Famer, period. Oh, period. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, we're going to be at the link one day, and they're going to be honored, probably all together, which would be cool as shit. And this is the way your final game at the link? Yeah. And all, yeah I mean, dude, that and, sucks. And very uh, very likely their final game in an Eagles uniform is going to be a playoff there loss be, to the Tampa There can't Bay be a home playoff game even if a miracle happens, right? Uh, I didn't, no, I don't think they can nah, lose the I, game. Yeah, no, um, I don't think though. No, no, nah, it sucks. But like, everyone, another thing with the Bucks is everyone like, oh, I'm supposed to be scared of Baker Mayfield. Like, guys, we just lost to Tyrod Taylor. Right, Tyrod. I just, I said earlier in the podcast, Tyrod Taylor was picking us apart, like <laughs> pretty with precision. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, Baker Mayfield's actually had a pretty good year. Like, no, yeah, he actually he, has. He bounced back nicely. Like, dude, like. Am I supposed to believe that Mike Evans isn't going to have like 5,000 yards against Dude, us? he's probably licking his chops. Exactly. Looking at our second down. Even their running backs. Rashad White has had a nice year. Look at what James Conner just did to this team two weeks That's ago. That's crazy. I, I don't see an area where, like, this is exactly how I see this game going. It, it depends on who gets the ball first. But in my head scenario, let's just say the Bucks get the ball first. The Bucks are going to get the ball first, bully us down the field, score a touchdown. The Eagles will come out. Put together a very uncreative, uninspiring drive of two <laughs> half ba- drive. two quarterback draws and a screen. Go three and out, and that right there will be it. That yeah. will be the game right then and there. <laughs> you're probably you're probably right. Think, how do, how do you think? What's his name's preparing? What's the defensive qu- Todd Bowles? Oh, hold on. That bring up the Tampa Bay coaching, by the Who way. Who picked us apart Dude, in the playoffs before? That's another thing we got to talk about real quick with this Giants game, and it's just showing another glaring hole with this team. They can't do shit against the Blitz. Oh my nah. God, the Blitz! I think Jalen Hurts has thrown eight interceptions this year against the Blitz, or yeah. some crazy They're number horrible like that. Against the Blitz, even uh, Dallas Dude. Goddard came out, or somebody came out and said we are horrendous. Dude, against it's the Blitz. it's it's bad. Like yeah. like very bad, and the the Bucks they they blitz the second most in the league or some shit. They're like that. probably feeling pretty damn good about this game to be honest. Absolutely, with you. like they, even if you're a Tampa Bay fan, dude. I mean, if if the Bucks are smart, just just blitz every fucking play. That's, that's what they probably will do. Uh, yeah, they're gonna blitz. And they a, are smart. They're gonna blitz a lot. I don't know how the Eagles weren't prepared for it last week. I, if they're not prepared for it this week, then there really is just nothing you could do for these coaches because. It's clear as day what's going to happen. Yeah, you know what's crazy because last year, even the Super Bowl year, they struggled against the blitz, frustratingly. Oh, they did, and that was one of the best offenses that we've seen in a very long time here. The fact that Nick Sirianni has been here for three years, and you still have yet to figure out what the fuck to do again. It's not that freaking hard to figure, to out, figure it out how to beat a damn blitz. It's really not that damn hard. You throw where the blitz is coming from. All right, you go something. There was times last year they made plays where they had Jalen Hurts run opposite to the blitz and have somebody wide open on the corner at the corner. Where? Like it's it's not that freaking hard. That, where, where is that by the way? Where are the and 
in, in Indianapolis. That's where it is. Unfortunately. Where, where are the curl routes? Where are the slant routes? Where, I think they're in Indy. Where is throwing the ball in the flat? Why is every fucking play, unironically, a quarterback draw, a wide receiver screen, or four verticals? But think about this. Do you think Jeffrey Lurie, like, I keep going back to the owner, but do you think he, like, doesn't see what we're seeing, too? Like, there's no way uh, heads will not roll even if they win in Tampa Bay. I already like, know the coordinators are gone. The coordinators yeah. are gone. But, I mean, at the same time, dude, like, because the Eagles were so known this year, as we mentioned earlier, for uninspiring wins. Yeah. I mean, if there they're probably will be, in all likelihood, uh, an uninspiring Eagles win if they do win. Yeah. I don't think they have a route Which, in dude, them. Which, it worries me because... But what if it's one of those uninspiring wins where the play calling was, again, horrendous? Yeah. And if they just look like shit, but etched out, you know, a, a uh, like a nine to nothing win, like the Bucks did to Carolina. Like, what if that happens? Uh, because Jake Elliott has been the best fucking player I know on this that team all year. Anyway, say to me like, you know, anything could happen. But like, dude, even if we beat the Bucks, like, what do I get to look forward? But that's to my an question: ass, is do I get to look forward to an ass kicking from the Cowboys or the 49ers? That's my or question. Like, if you're on the Nick Sirianni needs to be fired page, no matter what happens in Tampa Bay, then you kind of want them to lose this game because I think there's an outside shot that and I don't know how outside the shot is actually to be honest with you but like there's a chance that Nick Sirianni is back as head coach if they win uh, against Tampa Bay and let's say they get beat in the second round but it was a close game and they showed some fight I'm gonna be honest with you I heard some I've been hearing some things and one of the scenarios I said the only way Nick Sirianni gets fired I said this offense and this entire team has to have a total collapse we've seen that I said they have to lose these stupid ass games that they should be winning down a stretch we've lost those and we've seen and that I, and the one more nail in the coffin if they lose against the Bucks, I'm telling you I'm not gonna be surprised and you know what with the amount of head coaching candidates that are out there and free agents that just right dropped today. Now, too. That just dropped today. Listen, we can find a better head coach. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And I, I, I gotta ask both of you guys. This Bill question. Belichick, come on down. What, what is? Uh, this is a serious question. It's gonna come off like a joke. What is stopping the Eagles? Like, what is the reason why they should not hand back? the reins of the defense to Sean Desai. Like, other than, like, I guess they would have, like, I mean, egg on their face, and maybe he would have a little resentment for what happened, but you yeah, have nothing to lose. You, you know what's Give so, him the defense back. You know you know what I heard somebody mention? I think it was on Twitter. They were like, oh, no, um, just make him the quarterback's coach, and then uh, uh, Desai. And, like, this WIP call. quarterback's yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, make him the quarterback's coach. I was like, dude, what are we doing yeah, here? Yeah, defensive think, coordinator to quarterback <laughs> yeah, coach is dude, a straight and narrow so line. Somebody on WIP, yeah, that one of the guards on that steal. Yeah, somebody. I was like, dude, people are losing their minds. The only solution to this is firing him. Yeah, like, but like, I mean, no, like no, and but like, I think that's what's going to happen. Should the Eagles not give Desai the defense back for the playoffs? Like for the playoffs, you have you're not going to do it because it's going to make them look exactly. horrible. But like, I mean, they're not going to do it. I agree, but like that is an asinine reason to not do it because the defense has gotten <laughs> I mean the defense has gotten so much worse under Patricia dude, you, you can't even fathom how dude, much worse it is but dude I don't think it's Matt Patricia's fault like I think the defense oh, no. is trash the, the I'm, team, not, I'm not you know saying the Matt personnel did not change the personnel has been the personnel all year and don't get me wrong I know that but they've gone from they, bad to worse right. but, but like they were always bad I agree with that but they have become again under Desai they were a below average inconsistent defense right. to now they are the worst in the whole league. Right. Like, 
I, I get you'll have egg on your face and everything, and he's probably fired anyway next year, but like you gotta give it one Hail Mary, be like, here you go, take the defense back, maybe it'll help. Yeah, I just there, you got that might be no, the right thing to do, nothing to lose. But it's not gonna happen. Oh no, I don't believe it'll happen either. To answer your question, pride. That's the reason yeah, why they're exactly. not gonna fucking do it. Because like y'all been saying, they're gonna have egg on their face if they turn around and say, Yeah, here you go, Sean. Exactly. Decide. Here's the fucking play calling on the defense back. That's not fucking Because happening. they decided to make one of the dumbest, most unprecedented moves like I've ever seen. Yeah. And it again, it left them in a position where you could not fire anybody because again, they don't want to have egg on their face, so they can't fire Patricia and give the defense back to Pazai. And like I guess, like, for some reason, they just don't... I, I don't know. Why the fuck wouldn't Brian Johnson get fired? Don't know, but it's not happening, obviously. You had to think he's well, gone. Uh, oh, definitely. I, I would have fired him mid-season. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, he's gone. He's either... Somehow... Here's the thing. He's going to get a fucking head coaching like, job. God he, bless whatever team you, does you said, hire him. You said you wanted him gone mid-season. I think a lot of fans wanted him gone mid-season. It was very apparent and, very yeah, quick but guess what? Guess what everyone said? Oh, well, I mean, they don't want to make a panic move. Well, if that was the case, would they have done the Desai the thing? Dis- uh, the Sean Desai move is How is arguably, that not the definition of a panic move? That's the biggest panic move I've seen by any NFL <laughs> so, team in yeah. years. So I think it's bullshit that they were afraid of giving those vibes out. I think they wanted to go out and win a Super Bowl this year. Right? Like at the beginning of the year, I think they wanted to, organizationally Absolutely. speaking. So like, I think they would have had permission or even pressure to, to fire him midseason. Um, Tepper, just just remember, we wanted to get rid of Brian Johnson because we wanted him to explore better <laughs> options. Yeah, we, it we, wasn't because we felt like we were holding him back as a coordinator when he deserves to be a head coach. Yes. Right. Mr. Mr. Tepper, please. <laughs> That's what it is. Mr. Keep, Tepper, keep that in mind, please. please. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. To, to put a wrap on this fucking Eagles thing, because I want to talk oh, about man. like some of the coaches that are available now. Yeah. Just None of us, I think we're all on the same page here. Joe we, Pa's available. Ne- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, he was Neither, not Yeah, he's coming straight up from hell <laughs> to coach the team. Uh, Neither of us believe the Bucks are gonna or the Eagles are gonna beat the Bucks. No. Like it's just, I think they should. However, they, obviously, looking at it on paper, yeah, you would that's be like, it. It's looking, strictly if on you paper. look at both, if you had no, if you had had not watched a single game this season, <laughs> yes. you, like you had football knowledge, but right? For some reason, you didn't watch a single game this year, and you laid out both rosters. You would be like the Eagles would win this not game by a hundred, like yeah, like a like, hundred. Not even but close. like the matter of the fact is, these guys they're zombies. On just the look field. at the two quarterbacks' names alone. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. So just I have no faith that they're gonna suddenly start believing. Sorry, AJ, I don't believe yeah, that they're nah. gonna start believing in the coaching week nineteen of the season. I yeah. think I think what's most sad about this season was that I remember playing against the Buccaneers this season, and I remember that game, and I remember the offense, and I was like. That's the that's yeah. their fucking identity right there. Yeah. That's what they did last year. Yep. Yep. Bully ball, play action, Jalen Hurts throwing over the top. That's their identity. Yep. I, for the life of me, do not understand why you wanted to change your identity from what was working last year as the biggest bully in the NFL to now you want to be like everybody else throwing the football down the field. Disaster. You don't have to do that. That's why, you know what pisses me off? Like, I'll see, like, Eagles. Like, one of the, I call them Eagles bootlickers. Because there's a lot of the Phillies ones. Uh, we'll get into that later. Phillies but these Twitter. Eagles bootlickers are arguably worse. Like, they're they're like trolling like Tampa Bay fans right now. And they're like, oh, yeah, like you guys have no shot. And they'll show like a screenshot from, what was it, a 24 to something win that we, we beat them in the first time? Yeah, something like something that. Something like that, whatever. They'll, they'll show that score when we beat them. And it's like, my brother in Christ, this is a completely different team. Uh, some This I, is not the same I, team. I honestly. Why are you trolling Tampa? They should be excited. I honestly envy the. The, the misplaced confidence some people have because I wore an Eagles hoodie to the gym the other day and I was like embarrassed to wear it. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, dude, these yeah, fucking." No, I'm no. wearing this. I haven't loser worn any Eagles gear in a while. I have fl- 
Flyers. Fuck you, Cutter Guthier, whatever whatever the hell your name is. Fuck you, fuck you. And I got my Phillies, Red October, baby. Here like, we go. They're, Jazz just misplaced confidence, dude. The Bucks are, like you said, they're licking their chops for this game. I, I mean, and they, they should, should be. be yeah. I mean, they should be. And, then, and by the way, you are they're in playing. No, they're playing against a football team that has one foot out the door. But you're, exactly. Dude, you're, you're in no position as a fan base to be, like, taunting your opponent's fans for being excited. I mean, you're in zero position. You should be embarrassed. It should be like the brown bag over their head thing. Exactly. And and by the way, that's how you and I feel. You just said you you felt like a piece of garbage for wearing the Eagles hoodie to the gym. And it's like, dude, like they, they haven't earned Anything, and I've never felt like that. This is the fir- this is the lowest I've been with yeah. the Eagles, like ever. Even so, the the fan base needs to get a little more smart, yeah. and like kind of know what's going on. But uh, as far as around the league with other coaches that are available, you know, in case of uh, Nick Sirianni getting fired, uh, what's fingers Pete, crossed? Pete Carroll was fired yeah, by the Seahawks today. Mike Vrabel was fired by the Titans. I know you have Dumb your eyes on. Ago. You have your eyes on uh, Vrabel. I, okay, so. Obviously, it depends whether Nick is fired or not, because I believe that Mike Vrabel is going to get a head coaching job, as he should. He I might believe, be the first one. I, I think Mike, I think in my like mind, I'm seeing Mike Vrabel is probably going to be the next head coach of the New England Patriots when Belichick leaves. I could see Probably, that. you know, a homecoming he played there. I could see it. He would be a good, that would be a good fit, you know, turn the team around. I also think he didn't deserve to be fired. I mean, he made good of a horrible situation in Tennessee, a bad roster. He made the best of Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback for yeah. many years. They still don't have a quarterback over there. I mean, and their quarterback was hurt i mean so i think mike Vrabel's firing was 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 stupid yeah, but hey whatever done. he's gonna get a head coaching job if if nick did come back i would just throw a, a head coach salary at him to be your defensive coordinator even though he's not going to take that he's going to take a head coaching job so that's kind of a pipe dream but hopefully nick gets fired and we can like i mean that think would be, about it that would be ideal uh Pete carroll i'm a little bit like less on but I mean, I don't really know. Been there, done that. Yeah, I don't really know what to he think bought of. football to an entire city. And I I know that your whole shtick on Twitter the last uh, week and a half or yeah. week has been the it's Bill not a Belichick. Shtick. I want him. I I don't think I do. I mean, he's you know I, I arguably would, the greatest coach of all time. I, I'm gonna be honest. If I if we fired Nick Sirianni, uh, let's just let's fast forward. We lose to the Bucks, you know, and whatever. We lose like 21 to 13 or some shit like that. I could see that. Nick Sirianni gets fired. My first, like, who I would want, honestly, I think is I would want Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions. Yeah, I you, think yeah, I, he's I'm a very mo- underrated name. I'm more. And the Eagles actually had interest in him before. Yeah. I'm more in the camp of wanting, uh, not that he's like young in age, but you get like young in experience. Like, I'm more in the camp of wanting a young guy who's getting his first opportunity, like, uh, kind of like Nick Sirianni was, like someone that comes in. Do you want to go back there again? See, I'm on a different page. You, I, I you want, want a veteran guy. I want a veteran, established guy. I don't mind that. Yeah. That doesn't take any bullshit that will actually push these guys. Now, you might be right. I, I fuck. Who would, Play that Javon Hargrave clip again. Oh, I was, uh, like, push yeah. them. I was, like, li- dude, like, you know what I mean? Like, like don't. Like fucking have a coach that doesn't like get the most out of these guys. I, I was listening to a podcast earlier. I, I'm pretty sure it was part of my take, the Barstool Pod, and they have an Eagles fan on there, and he said something about not wanting Belichick because he'll make it not fun. But like, brother, who the fuck cares? Yeah, like I want to win. I don't want it to be. That's fun. why I always hated. I, and this is not me rewriting it's like history. Gabe Kapler, dude. Come on, this is not me rewriting history here. I always hated Lane Johnson's comment that he made after the Super Bowl, where he said uh, something about the Patriots and how they don't have fun or something like that. Well, like, dude, they won like seven championships. <laughs> if you have to sacrifice fun for being like yeah. the winningest franchise in NFL history, like, but like, I'll take it, man. But the, but that's why I want like a more vet. 
veteran guy. At the end of the day, guess what? It's your fucking job. Yep. I, do, do I go to the, into the? I, I work for the fucking post office. Do I go in every day? I'm like, you know what, man? You guys just aren't cultivating an, an environment of me having fun. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, gotta do my job. Yeah. Like that's and what that's it is it. at the end of the day. So like, I, I'm honestly kind of doing a 180 here. Like, I'm not saying I necessarily want Belichick, but like, I get. Where <laughs> I mean, I think you want Belichick. I get where you're coming I, from. I have. With, I, I can get you onto my side. I man. get where you're coming from with wanting someone with more experience. I do. I do get that. But I, like, like, like you said, like, I think you kind of like realized it too. Like, you came to the realization. I'm gonna just like, realize oh, it shit. right now. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. That was the same idea we had. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I know the guy. What the hell's his name? Uh, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. I know that. Like, he's, he's actually a talented. good offensive mind. He's gotten a lot out of that uh, out of that offense over there. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like I I get that as well. But I don't think the owner. I don't think ownership. I don't think Jeffrey Lurie really wants to repeat what he just did in Sirianni. I think he wants a veteran guy. I think Bill Belichick would be absolutely perfect for this team. I mean, he's a defensive like genius. First of all, he doesn't take any shit. These guys seem like prima donnas, dude. Let, let me ask a lot you. of the time. I got the I got the perfect guy that satisfies both of both worlds. I got a guy for you that gets their first head coaching position. Okay, first opportunity, and I got a guy that is brings. And I agree Ooh, with you. I agree with you mostly. I, know where you're I going. want the veteran fucking experience. I know, where but you're I got going. the perfect guy that satisfies both of both worlds. And goddamn it, that's my candidate. If I can't get if I can't get um, Jim. Oh yeah, I want fucking Eric B. Enemy. Ooh, there was a quote. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go Nick Saban on. Nope. It. Well, Nick Saban's no, he's old. Before. He's old as fuck. No, I know exactly. I don't want he's gonna retire, and he was horrible. There's there no was, reason for him to mess with his legacy. There was a quote that a Washington player said. I think I this year, and they were just like, "Oh yeah." He coaches too hard. Like basically, they say he, yeah, like, he, he's a hard ass, and then yeah. he coaches too hard. Fuck it, I want that. I have a shit ton of young, talented yeah. guys on my roster. I don't need a young guy to be relatable to them. I need an older guy to kick their asses. Yeah, exactly. So is Bieni is Bieni back in uh in Washington or he's still their coordinator? He's, he's still their technically coor- still their coordinator. But, but I don't if know he what gets offered do. a head coaching job, he's going to leave. Oh, obviously. he's going. But but, yeah. but like my thing is with Bieni, and I I, I Washington agree with would you. why where has the has the opportunity just not been there for him to be a head coach? Because people, opportunity's been, been there. I've been thinking for years that guy deserves. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator of the the Chiefs when they were like the most firepower offense in the whole NFL. Yeah, it like makes of no all sense. Time. He's, and by the way, I wanted him before they hired Sirianni. Uh, listen, I yes. I would gladly I mean, take the enemy. But like, yeah. I want to ask you guys right now, both of you. There are right now there are seven head coaching jobs in the NFL. Let's okay. assu- again. Let's we're assuming here. Let's assume the Eagles fire Nick Sirianni, so right. I would make it eight. Fingers where crossed. where. Let's assume no one hires a coach until the offseason. So we're going we're entering this eight with every coach that's available is still out there. Okay. Where do the Eagles rank amongst desirable jobs in this list? So you have the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Titans. Where do the Eagles rank amongst desirability in the job? Because I do think it's worth Asking the question that do some coaches because like me, we all agree on this, but I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Would a coach look at the Eagles and be like, man, Sirianni went to the Super Bowl last year and they fired him after one bad year. Do I really want to go there? There's that. And and also Doug Peterson, people remember what happened yes. to him too. So so I, I personally think I, in that in that in that uh camp, even with the Eagles, I think the Chargers might be the most uh appealing job. Maybe. Maybe the most appealing job, but if you're talking about like on paper talent, like holy shit, I have a lot to work with here, Philadelphia's number one. 
Uh, yeah, I think. I, I think that we are probably like number two. I, 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 because so like think overall, the, I think like, the Chargers do. Have a, I think the Chargers have a lot of talent. They obviously, you know, you have to consider more the on paper talent than the Eagles, though. Like probably not. I mean, Jalen like, Hurts has been an MVP candidate. I'm, I'm sure the coaches are going to consider what I just said about the firing. Thing. Sure, that's definitely. And living in Los Angeles is also a that's it, that's it a huge advantage, and that matters. And the Chargers have like. Like out of all these other teams that I named, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Raiders, the Panthers, the Falcons, the Titans, not counting the Eagles. I don't this, think anyone wants to go to the Panthers. None of those teams have an established uh, quarterback besides the Chargers there, and the Eagles do too. But people would probably look at that job oh, and be Bryce like, "Well, Young. they have <laughs> Bryce." Well, I mean, yeah. like someone could mold. I, I'm not out on Bryce Young or anything. No, and the no, Panthers I, no, I understand what you're saying though. But I do think the Eagles probably ranked second amongst the most desirable jobs there. I do think it's worth mentioning if coaches will be scared off by I think the job it, I security. Think that's a fair point. I think it's a fair point. It's going to be interesting if they do fire Sirianni to see where they land in this coaching carousel and all that crap. I mean, who would have thought? Maybe, we, they'll, who, maybe they'll give Matt Patricia another chance fuck, at a head coaching who job. Who the fuck would have thought we'd be sitting here? Uh, you know, flash flashback seven weeks. Who would have thought we'd be sitting here talking about Nick Sirianni? I thought go we'd be getting ready hire. for the Super Bowl. You you would have thought that, Ty? Honestly, because the right for me, the writing was on the wall. This team just looked off and different. Even even when I was getting come on, Tyre, and then I I interacted with Eagles fans on Twitter too. God, I hate that. No, it's horrible. So I'm interacting with Eagles fans. They're like, man, you just need to celebrate that we're ten and one. We're ten and one. We're the top team in the NFC. And I'm like. Do we look like the top team in the yeah, NFC? Absolutely we not. should be the top team in the NFC. That's my fucking expectation. We, we don't look like the top not team at in all. the we NFC. Have, we have a lower uh, point differential than and the I, And I said to everybody, <laughs> I bad. said, you better hope and pray to God that we don't start looking like the team that we should be looking like. Yeah. And sure enough, look at where we're oh, at now. Yep. Quez, Quez Watkins saved this team from being a negative point differential. That's frightening. He didn't That's that. horrifying. Also, by the way, real quick, Quez Say Watkins. It. Say it, because I know where you're going. Fuck. Say it. You, you're getting, and frankly, you're getting embarrassed in front of the country by the Giants. You're getting embarrassed, and you score a touchdown, and you taunt uh, the crowd. That's a bad look. Are you fucking joking? He got that from his head coach, man. I, that is absolutely the craziest fucking thing I've <laughs> That's insane. I could not believe my eyes. I know. And like I get it. Guys want their own personal stats because it like it helps them get contracts and everything, but like you don't read funny? the fucking room. Wouldn't it be funny if it was a bunch of Eagles fans barking at him? Dude, it could like, like hey Quez, you suck. It, you know what I mean? You still suck, buddy. And he's like telling them to be quiet. So so embarrassing. It, yeah, that, it, it's it's a really bad look. But, I mean, like these are guys that just don't have any self awareness. No, that's so, but that, doesn't that stem back to the goddamn culture and the goddamn head coach? Exactly. I don't so, know. Oh oh, we you are. Wanna, you want to make matters worse on that? Sure. Go for it. He Might freak, as well. He freaking put the catch on Instagram. <laughs> And taunted like he was the shit. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead ass. I wish I could show y'all a picture. Oh my god. What did well, I can't wait till he's off this team. There's no way he's back. That's one of the biggest mistakes is they didn't get a legit wide receiver three, but Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we're we're running a little bit out of time, so I want to move on real quick from the Eagles. Just there were a couple just other things. National championship game. Did you watch any of that shit? Uh, I did not. I, I fell asleep. <laughs> I, I am excited that this is the end of the four team era. I'm ready for the twelve team. I'm excited because 
I frankly think that this college football playoff would have been a lot different if Georgia didn't slip and lose to Alabama. You know, that if, 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 if. Alabama like, shouldn't have been the number four seed anyway. Yeah. That was bullshit. Yeah. So I think it could have been all different if Georgia played. Uh, Michigan, you know, that, cool. I don't really have it. I don't feel one way or the other about. <laughs> yeah, me either. I don't have a favorite team. So Not like, a big college football I guy. Did, I do love Michael Penix, so I was rooting for Washington. Yeah, well, he looked horrible. I did bet on Michigan, though, so like that yeah. was, I mean, I still How walked. many picks did he throw, by the way? Two, or th- I think two. Yeah. One of them got tipped. Whatever. It was still like he played like <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, I'm excited for next season though, because the 12 team playoff will make the the NCAA and Nick a lot gone. more fun and, and everything. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's that's crazy. Like I'm ex- I'm actually like kind of like it's a big day, dude. I'm excited to see Carroll gone. Uh, Nick Saban Nick gone, Saban and gone. Chris Christie suspends his presidential uh, <laughs> campaign. Fuck! Wow. All, dude, all, he had it, dude. Dude, it, it, everything comes in threes, man. Dude, speaking of which, ESPN last night, I was watching ESPN. I think it might have been ESPN Why? 2. <laughs> it was, dude, every other commercial was either Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. I was like, what is happening well, right now? Well, they're starting to pump money into, I know. The, into the advertisements <laughs> it was, now. It's kind and of funny. Boy, oh boy, you might be looking at President Nikki Haley and Vice yeah, President Donald Trump. Yeah, How about right. that? No, I'm joking. Um, but I, I am excited for next year because I like the fact that like one game won't like eliminate it or one loss won't eliminate you from the playoff. I yeah, always thought no. that was kind of stupid. Yeah. And also there's like they all they care about is money and there's more money to be made in having 12 teams. That's Very true. More no, playoff games. It's a net positive. I mean, look at it like this. You had uh, the number five and the number six, number five and number six played in a bowl game, Georgia versus FSU. Both teams had like a overwhelming majority of their best players sat out of the game because it means nothing. It means nothing. So, but like, Next year, that very same game would be a playoff game, exactly. where, and all the players would play in it. Gives so, more incentive, exactly. To yeah. So college football, sh- college football should be very fun next year, and that might draw in some more fans too, like casuals like myself. Um, other unrelated things, I don't. Did we talk about Aaron Rodgers last week? <laughs> yeah, we did. That just, f- <laughs> it's kind of absurd. Like, it's kind yeah. of absurd that Pat McAfee is just still like putting him on the air. He stopped apparently. Uh, no, he was on there yesterday. I was watching. Uh, didn't he say that he was going to stop doing it? Who knows? I don't know. I, I do think that's like kind of crazy uh and then lastly uh you know we didn't really get to talk much sixers but it looks like Joel Embiid has been hurt which well, is not they, great they have not looked good oh dude i'm i'm no longer going to any games this year because i went to one are you the game. most this year i went to the in-season tournament game against the pacers oh, that we lost boy. and then me and my girlfriend went to the knicks game oh that was one of the worst i've ever Where seen they at dude they got I, i've never seen anything like it it was mostly knicks fans oh, yeah. damn mush it was mostly I knicks fans down there dog I get that towards the end of the game. Did you like, grab a beer at Xfinity before? <laughs> no, I did not. No, I dr- uh, that's I, how I usually read the the vibe down I, there. I get that uh, most of the Sixers fans probably started storming out by the end because of how bad the game yeah. was. But dude, throughout the game, the Knicks would hit a three. The crowd would erupt. There were "Let's Go Knicks" chants very loudly. It's embarrassing. I was just that I was sitting up, you know, from the nosebleeds. From the nosebleeds, and I was surrounded by Knicks fans. The pre- the people to my <laughs> legitimately speaking, the people to my left and my right, and and in front of me, all Knicks, fans. all Knicks fans. It was. Did you check behind you? Uh, there I was. I was up there, but so, like there were only like two rows yeah. behind me. But so there you, were Knicks fans everywhere. So you were surrounded. Dude, they were they show out. I gotta honestly, I kind of I respect well, that. Dude, I mean, it's Julius Randle. I mean, sh- I mean, showing out for a meaningless game like that in January, like that's a, that's a, a good fan base they got. I by guess. the way, speaking of the Knicks, we're the ones that should have acquired OG. By the way, yeah, and he would have helped that team tremendously. Yeah, I I, I I really I truly believe that. I've always wanted OG. It's, it's gonna cool suck name. that Joel is probably not gonna play enough games to win MVP because yeah, he mean, should. Listen, Jokic like, is gonna get it, rinse and repeat. That that new uh, that new rule. It's really gonna be interesting to see how players adapt to that because. Joel 
Joel is going to be the first prime example of he could he should win MVP and he's probably not he's going probably to because he's not going to play enough games. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, he won his MVP last year. Let's win a fucking championship. Be healthy in oh, the playoffs God. and just prove me wrong. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not expecting I'm anything. I'm still in on the, the Sixers. The vibes are good. Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the, the season, I was in on the Sixers. Listen, Joel's hurt right now. I can't expect them to be like but the greatest. But that Knicks game, like, no, I know bad. it's one regular season game, but that annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. It's, it was listen, really annoying. People always like to say, oh, it's one game, but one game can show can show things. You sure. can show cracks. But like like you said, I'm not out or anything. They're, I no. think they're going to be fine. It's going to be an interesting year. The Clippers over there, they look good uh, until the playoffs come around. Well, you know, one of them's going to, you know, I, I really have a love la- last thing for me and the, we have friend of the program you know my friend Colton who's a Clippers fan yeah God bless I, him. I do love hanging out with him you know we're having a couple beers and he's talking about the Clippers and he's like man they're just, they're just so good and this and that and I'm just like smiling I'm like you sound just like we all sounded yep. last year you dumb motherfucker you know what I think would be insane <laughs> Colton if you listen to this I love you we I love you too Colton by the way he, he co-hosted the show one time yes he did yeah, when we so talked that was right at, boldly of him to do it right after the Clippers had blown a three one lead to yeah, the Denver Nuggets saw, yeah that was actually that was actually a pretty good show. Um, but like it's just it is kind of funny to sit there and listen to him talk about James Harden. It's like you realize Wouldn't it be awesome though if we had a Clippers Sixers finals? I would love that. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god, imagine a James Harden like meltdown. Finals MVP. Oh no, stop it. No, I don't want to imagine that. (laughs) Can you imagine that? that James Harden finals MVP. There would be such seven is at the Wells Fargo Center (laughs) and he just torches us. There would be such an MVP just like like retires. Because stop. his his uh, his Bro, limbs fall. Stop! Off. The Eagles are. Actu- oh look! There's Joel Embiid's stop. arm at half court. The, how did that happen? The Eagles are actually bad in real life. I don't need to also imagine this fucking horrible. Wait, scenario. Joel Embiid just disintegrated in front of our eyes. How is that possible? Oh how many God. stitches is it going to take to put his entire body back together? <laughs> all right. Well, the next time we talk to all you guys, the Eagles will either be. Being, uh, <laughs> on the way to play, who will they play if they win? I have no idea. Is it the Cowboys or the Niners, or does it depend? It depends. Okay, so basically, if they, if they win, they're in route to a ass kicking, and if they lose, we're probably going to get cleaning of the house. So, yeah. no matter what happens, next yeah. week's podcast should be an interesting. It one. It should be interesting. Uh, you know, thank you guys for <laughs> listening. Uh, we love you. At least, like, we can be happy venting to all you guys. It's a good if time. Not, I'd probably go crazy. So. Thanks for listening. Go follow us on all our socials. Yep. And, uh, go birds, and I guess. Fuck Cutter Guthier. Yeah, fuck or, Cutter Guthier. How do you say it? I think it's Guthier. Guthier. I don't know. Fuck you. Fuck him and fuck his stupid name. I all name. of a sudden care about you that were born in 2004. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck his stupid name. Go Sixers. and Go like, Flyers. I guess go birds. <laughs> go Flyers. We're getting a cup. Polish off the cup. Yeah.